Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's me, it's your favorite host, it's Rick Bulow, coming to you with another episode of HowToRawComics.net, and today I got something special for you. He's an illustrator with eight years of experience. He has created artwork for many clients, working for None of This World, work with metal bands, logos, even working with the Royal Navy, breweries and schools. You've probably seen him if you are a member of the Facebook group. He's a fantastic artist, a painter, a digital artist mostly. And he recently just become a real common father. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you Aaron Bartling. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm good, Rick. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Did I say your name right? You did. You said it perfectly. <laughs> and it, that your name was the first try. <laughs> for those out for those out there, I just messed up the intro five times. But anyway, you, you did great. We're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. I actually wanted to have been wanting to get you on for a long time, but then we had that uh, break after after New Year's. Now we're finally here. And even though we just talked freelance in the last episode, I did. I wanted to do this because you have a completely opposite, almost opposite story of uh, Chris Wilhelm, as in, yeah, where he wanted, where he wanted to go to try freelance. You you want to use your freelance to get, to get a more a more sturdy job, a more uh, a, a job <coughs> you can more count on. But before we do that, let's be let's be let's talk a little about your your history of how you grew up as an artist and. How you yeah. Learned. So first of all, I wanted to say thanks for having me on. I, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be on here. So, yeah. So I'll just tell you a little bit about my story as an artist and how I've gotten to be where I'm at now. Uh, I pretty much have drawn my whole life. Uh, you know, it, I think back to when I was. I think I probably started when I was around eight drawing. Um, just off and on, not obviously super crazy because I was a kid, but uh, you know, as time went on, I, I started taking it more seriously, and I, you know, I did art classes, you know, when I was a teenager. When I was 21, I went to a uh, art school in Hawaii. I was there for uh, six months, and I, so I did the art school out there, and that was when I first started dabbling with. Uh, digital illustration because before then I was just doing all traditional stuff and uh, one of the classes out there was um, working in uh, Photoshop and so I, I, I never knew about a tablet I didn't know how the tablet worked I had never done anything like that so yeah so that was the first time I had ever started dabbling with digital stuff and um, shortly after that there was an artist that I came across named Dan Mumford. Uh, I'm sure some of you guys have heard about him, but uh, I, I really loved his style. I, I literally fell in love with his style. And so the digital stuff that I started doing, I was trying to emulate that look and that voice. And so, um, and I, <laughs> I didn't tell, I didn't tell anyone that I was trying to emulate this style. I just kind of started doing it. And people around me would tell me, oh, man, that looks so cool. 
that's a, that's a really unique and cool style. And I was being really secretive about it. You know, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to emulate an artist that I look up to named Dan Mumford. So as time went on, you know, I, I um, you know, I continued working in that style. <clears throat> and uh, it finally got to a point where I was kind of known as the uh, Dan Mumford, you know, lookalike artist. And so uh, let me let me back up just a little bit, though, and, and kind of tell how I, I kind of got into the freelance stuff. So I, um, I started doing free stuff at first uh, just for bands. So during the time, during this time when I was really into the Dan Mumford style, I was really into metal bands. Um, and that was kind of my niche for a while where I was, you know, emailing people and messaging people saying, Hey, do you need a logo? Do you need t-shirts? Uh, you know, a lot of people got back to me because they liked that look. They liked the Dan Mumford style, which was, uh, really in for band shirts at the time. And so, um, so I started doing stuff just for, you know, I don't know, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, just to kind of get my name out there. Uh, and so I, uh, you know, I started doing that and then, um, I think and then as time went on uh Dan Mumford actually uh messaged me and this was in 2014 he messaged me and <clears throat> he basically told me that I needed to stop working in his style and it was really hard for me because I was so used to working in that style and and I was really comfortable working in that style and he, you know, he told me, hey, you need to start looking for other inspiration, look to the classics, there, there's so much more out there, and you, you need to find your voice, because I, I was so, I was looking, I was literally obsessed with this guy's work, I was looking at it constantly to see, okay, what can I fine tune, what can I tweak to make it look just like his stuff, and I wasn't focused on there wasn't a, a natural progression of me finding my own style and my own voice with my art. So, so I was just, <clears throat> I was just biting his style for, you know, all those years mm-hmm. working, working with uh, bands. And, and that was mostly what I was working with. It was strictly just metal bands cause they, they were into that style and that look. And so, um, so, and, and during this time, uh, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, Christian clothing line called Not of This World, and they uh, they hired me because they they really liked my style, and so I worked there for uh, for a short time, and then um, sadly the, the company actually went under, so I, I was let go. Uh, so I, I went back to the freelancing, and uh, so I you know I freelanced for several more years, and <clears throat> I kind of. I kind of, it was tough because I, I was, as I was doing freelance, I was trying to figure out a way that I can find my own voice, but then still kind of keep that the Dan Mumford style. And it got bad again, where I, I was still continuing to do his work or his style. And then he reached out to me again. And he was pretty angry at this point. He was like, he, you know, 
not not that he could you know do anything legally because I was I wasn't directly copying any of, any of his work, but you know he was still obviously he he had worked for years to try to find his own voice and his style, and I was just ripping it off. And so I went through a really hard time where uh, I kind of just stopped doing art, and I kind of I got kind of depressed because I I didn't know. I was lost, you know, I didn't know where to go from there because I was just so used to doing that same thing for all those years. So I stopped doing art for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, I started looking at some of the, the, uh, the classics, like, like he suggested, you know, and I, I started looking to other artists and, and looking at, um, you know, more traditional paintings and, okay, how did, how do they approach, how do they approach that? And then, uh, so I started, you know, practicing with, with doing that. So from that point, I just realized, okay, I, I got to make a change or I just am going to stop doing art completely because I can't keep doing this. So, uh, so I, I, I slowly just started practicing with different looks, different styles and, um, and I started listening to a lot of podcasts and just different artists on YouTube and how, you know, what, what they did to find their own voice and their own, uh, you know, journey. And so from that point, I, uh, things started to get better for me where I was, I started playing with digital painting. And so that was completely different because before I was doing more of a, a uh, illustrated style. It was really hard black lines, uh, really bold colors, really saturated colors. So I started playing with digital painting, and I remember it was shortly after 2014 I did my first digital painting, and I remember thinking it was awful, but you know I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put this on social media and see what happens, just see what people think, um, if, if it's received well then cool, maybe I'll, I'll keep playing with it, I'll keep trying it out, and then, um, you know, maybe maybe that would be good for me, that would be a good direction to head in. So <clears throat> I did this kind of sci-fi, I remember specifically this, the piece, it was kind of a sci-fi looking piece with a, a spaceship taking off, something like that, and um, people really liked it, and they, you know, they were telling me, hey, you should you should do more of this kind of stuff, it's, it's a nice, uh, refreshing look you know and so that really encouraged me and i was like okay cool I, I i can break away from the whole dan mumford style and i can i can start doing this and and maybe i'll i'll slowly find my own style my own voice so i did and and uh and i and things just got better and better and i you know i i uh after that i uh started taking a mentorship under tyler carter uh, Tyler Carter is a visual development artist that works for Blue Sky Animation. Um, I was friends with him on Facebook for a couple years. Uh, I just randomly added him because I liked his work. And then uh, I started messaging him here and there, and I, I asked him, hey, you know, can you take a look at my work? What, what do you think? And so, you know, he would give me critiques and feedback. And then uh, he reached out to me and he said, hey, Aaron, I'm doing this uh, mentorship um, if you'd like to be a part of it, it's the first time I ever, I'm ever doing this. Um, but, uh, you know, if you want to be a part of it, 
I'd love to have you sign up. So, you know, I thought about it and I, I was like, yeah, that'd be great to do. It, it would really help me, you know, improve my work. And um, at this point I was still, you know, I was still freelancing and I wasn't doing the damn Mumford look at all. I was still completely doing the uh, digital painting style, but you know, I, I definitely wanted to reach that, that uh, pro level. So I took the mentorship and I did that for the, for two years and that helped me a ton. That I, I feel like I improved insanely from that. Um, and so after that, I, uh, I took some, some uh, art classes here and there just at my uh, local community colleges, um, just some, some figure drawing classes, some perspective classes. And, um, and then uh, freelance kind of took a dip for me for a while. And I, I, I don't know if it has anything to do with just the way Facebook and, and uh, well, actually, you know what it was? It, it was, it was when, I don't know if you remember Rick, but there was a time on Facebook where you could post something and you would get a lot of feedback without having to pay for anything. Cause you know, how now if, if, you know, on Facebook, if you, if you want to get a, a large reach, you got to usually pay for it, you know? Um, and so, I was getting a ton of work uh, before that whole algorithm changed with Facebook and Instagram. And, um, and so it, it took a, it took a big hit for a while with my, my freelance once they changed that um, because I wasn't getting that same reach. So I, uh, so I started doing uh, paid ads and, and that, that kind of helped uh, continue getting me work. But uh, it got really hard for me for a while because, uh, you know, I got, I got married uh, four years ago and um, I had to work a couple just normal day jobs uh, just to, you know, sustain us because during the freelance, it wasn't enough. It was, you know, coming in sporadically. And so, um, so I, now, now catching up to 2000 uh, 17 is when things started to pick up again for me with freelance. And, uh, I don't know, man, it's just crazy. All, all of a sudden I just started getting a, a lot bigger jobs. Um, I started working for, uh, I was doing stuff for, uh, breweries, uh, uh, logos for schools, um, doing a lot of comic stuff. Um, but, uh, now, to uh, bring us to now, I'm at the point where I don't want to do freelance anymore and I want to work for a studio um, because I want, I have a family, I have two kids now and, and I want to have that stability uh, just financially and, and uh, benefits and, and all that. And, um, I, and I, I know it is kind of, it is kind of daunting and scary because, you know, I've heard a lot of studios let people go consistently, which kind of scares me. But I personally just want to uh, work for a studio because I, I like how I, I I like working under someone and having them tell me what to do and knowing exactly what I need to do and just having that security and comfortability of not worrying of you know oh am, am, how many jobs am I going to have this month that. Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to support my family? That that kind of thing. So that that's kind of uh, where I'm at now. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of cut out a lot just because 
you know, I could go on and on about the different ups and downs, you know, uh, <laughs> throughout the years of, of freelance, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'm finally, I feel good. I'm finally at a place where I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, at, at that, that pro level and, and, uh, I, it's just a matter of now getting my foot in the door of, you know, working for a studio. Um, and, and ultimately my, my all time goal would be to work for Marvel. That's like either, either doing, uh, covers or, uh, as a concept artist for them, that's kind of like my ultimate goal now. So. And you, you got the ability to go there if you really work for it, but just that also demands uh, demands a lot of work in itself. And seeing you already have your family, as you mentioned, makes it even harder to focus on that because you also have to work on making sure that there's food on the on the plate for them, and you need to yeah, yeah. make sure that. There's a lot of things to count for, even more so now. And mm -hmm. and if you hadn't if you hadn't focused so much on on on, I'm just gonna say straight, co copying that uh, that Mumford guy as long as you did, yeah. even if, uh, uh, on purpose or not. I'm not I'm not judging that because it happens to everybody. But mm -hmm. if you hadn't done that, you could have been at a level where you needed to be right now with with the skill level, skills you're showing but yeah <clears throat> but i was gonna say when uh, i'll just jump back a little because you were you were talking so uh, talking so much which i enjoyed that uh, <laughs> telling about yourself i enjoyed listening to it but i want to jump, jump back with a little about this uh, yeah. with the mumford situation because It had something in it that's really important that I think people should uh, people should really listen to when you said it. You didn't copy him per se. On purpose, you mm -hmm. were just inspired at uh, inspired by his style. Yeah. And I've seen I've seen this a lot that people that people do this. People in the in the group also asks what style should I copy uh, the most in order to get what I want, and. And I always sat there like saying, uh, thinking for myself, don't be stupid, don't copy other people's styles. It's sure let them inspire you, but don't let yeah. one style inspire you. Never, because then it'll happen. You will become a copycat. Yeah, exactly. And you're the proof of what could have happened. At best, he could have, it could have gotten real. He couldn't have gotten worse. He could have pressed charges against you actually, in a. Uh, they, I say, yeah, it, it, it honestly could have. It, it, yeah, I totally you were, agree. You, you were, you were lucky, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push you for this around because I, I personally, I'm really against people copying like that. And I know you didn't do it on post. Don't, I'm not, I'm not attacking you for this. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't, uh, don't get me wrong here. But uh, yeah, yeah. it, in order to find your own style, you need, you need inspiration from many people not just one because then it won't become your style then will become yeah. you copying that yeah. person's style and that will bring you more trouble than it will bring you good because not only on an ethical level are you are you are you costing him work by taking by potentially taking work that he could have uh, he could have gotten potentially let's just yeah. play with a uh, play with it here because you could if you looked as much as he did, as, as you said, you did, 
then you could you could basically ban work you took from him. And mm-hmm. that that is ethically wrong as an artist in in my opinion. And you you don't do yourself any favors because you as you said le- later on you literally had to start almost all over I did. and you felt completely lost. You mm-hmm. I can understand you felt lost because everything you knew just it just got <laughs> thrown to the ground almost and you had to start over. A lot of people would have stopped right there and then. So I give you props from continuing and going. Hell no! I I'll continue. I can I can do this. I can continue with this. Mm-hmm. But my point is, stop worrying so much about style. It will come eventually. As soon as you progress, it will come in itself on its own. Yeah, Clayton. But Clayton speaks about this a lot as well. He he say he says it in a much better way and a much nicer way. But I've been known to not say things nicely, so I'll just say it as it is. <clears throat> stop, uh, stop copying people you yeah. like. Let them inspire you. There's a big freaking difference. And if you don't know the difference about those two things, yeah, go back. And start and start your basics some more because you clearly don't have what it takes to continue to start to start using that uh, the, those styles yet. Yeah. If you I, can, yeah. if you don't know the if you don't know the difference about being inspired and copying, then you're not on that level yet where you should worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's everything you said. I I completely agree with and. It's it's sad now even thinking about it, just how much time I wasted, you know, because I, I really did. I wasted a lot of years just copying this guy's exact style, and it but, it really it yeah. really screwed me over, you know. And and, and uh, but and, it, it it empowered you to to press on instead of giving up. You could have given up. It could have been yeah. so. It was. It could have been so easy to give up, and a lot of a lot of people would. So I give you credit for uh, coming from someone who has been, had all the challenges in the world to quit doing art. But uh, uh, me personally, as I've told in other podcasts, but I also kept pushing on no matter no matter the odds. I have I hold respect for you in that regard that you didn't just give up. That you instead said, okay, this didn't work, so I'll try something different. And you went with that, and now you got success with almost equally success as successful, or even more success. I, I dare say more more success now. Than yeah. Then. And you don't have to worry about uh oh, I'm taking food or food from another man's plate. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's respectful. Thank you. I I appreciate that, man. I it's yeah, it's definitely been. A struggle, you know, but I, I feel really, really good where I'm at now because, like you said, I, I don't have to wake up thinking, oh, I'm ripping someone off, you know. It's like, okay, this is, and, and I, I don't feel like I've completely reached my voice, you know, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Or I, I'm, I think we're constantly, kind of, you know, uh, progressing in this journey, you know, and and tweaking things and fine tuning things. And, and you know, really honing in on, on our our uh, our style or our voice, uh, but but yeah, I, I'm I'm really thankful for where I'm at now. And, and I think I think people need to, you know, like I 
like we talked about, uh, you know, before talking earlier, we, I, I think that people need to just take their time and let it be a natural progression with finding their voice and finding their style and not, not try to rush things, you know, because for me, when I was first starting with the freelance thing, because I had no experience doing digital illustration, I, I just came across this guy's work and I thought, oh man, that looks really cool. So I'm going to try to replicate it exactly to the T, you know, and, and I wasn't, I didn't let, I didn't let my illustration become a, a an organic thing. You know, I, I was trying and, and trying to reach that professional level. I was, I was stressed out every day, like, okay, I want to get the, the huge jobs. I want to get the big paying jobs, you know, and I didn't, I didn't just take my time and enjoy the uh, journey, if that makes sense, you know. So, and, and I think I think that's a lot. I think that is what you know. If you're trying to go pro, and you know you want to work for a studio, or you just want to be at a professional level, working, you know, doing freelance full time, uh, I think people get so. That's something that I've kind of finally come to the realization that I need to not be stressed out all the time where now I'm kind of taking the mentality of, okay, just take it, take it a day at a time. You know, I think people look so much into the future and they're like, okay, I haven't reached this yet. I ha- whether it's freelance or a studio or whatever, I haven't reached this. I haven't reached my goal. It's good to have goals for sure, but I think that you just need to take it a day at a time and uh, not be so stressed out, you know, because I think if you're, if you're so stressed out all the time uh, about finding your voice or finding your style or whatever, uh, it's just going to, um, become fake. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to become fake and it's just going to poison your creativity. You know, it's, it's going to make it stagnant. You're, you're not going to be, uh, it's not going to be exciting. It's going to take the excitement out of doing art. And well, I mean, for me personally, well, I, I get, I get a joy out of it. You know, it's my passion. It's what I love to do. So I, you know, I have joy when I do it. And as soon as that joy is taken away, it's like, well, what's, what's the point of even doing art anymore? You know, it's so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in my opinion, the greatest, the greatest thing for an artist should, should never be the finished product. That should be the greatest thing for an artist should be learning something new, should be evolving it himself, wanting to get better. And if you yeah. have that mindset, you 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 you'll start you'll start not caring about a certain style because if you try too hard to get a certain style, you you'll lock yourself in. You'll mm-hmm. lock you'll lock yourself into that style, and that means you'll eventually stop wanting to learn, stop wanting to improve, stop wanting to progress in your in your experience, and you lose, or uh, like. 75% of what it means to be an artist, the passion of be, being an artist. It's not watching your watching your stuff on great posters in, in, in cinemas. I mean, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, that's, of course, we aim for that in some aspects, sure. Yeah. But yeah. our, not our goal, but our main mindset should be learning and involving, involving, evolving and getting better rather than being finished because if we aim to get finished eventually we will be finished and yeah. there's nothing yeah yeah like there's nothing to look forward to it's just like oh well i reached the destination 
direction. Kind of I mean, I mean, you can look at Jim Lee. He's a great, great artist, but he doesn't really improve on his uh, or progress on his art anymore because he's become so known in uh, in his style uh, now yeah. that it, yeah. that that his fans wouldn't like it. That he at this point needs his fans, so he's somewhat forced. Not don't know if he's. He he works uh, he works differently now. He's not just an artist anymore, but he he have to be uh, be stuffed in in his style. And I'm sure in one way or in the another that may annoy him because at one point he was as intrigued about progress and learning new stuff as as the rest of us were. And that yeah. he said that in interviews that was his passion was to learn new things because there yeah. always is new things to learn. Yeah. And I'm sure he still does that, but he doesn't take it into practice as much as he as the earlier days. And you can almost see that in his art that it's become more and more the same. It's that's, it's become boring. It's become boring for me to 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 look at because it's basically the same we've seen before. When we've seen one of his newer Batman's, well, he's done that Batman before, yeah. right? So it yeah. becomes it comes a little uh, boring. Now, to jump a little a little ahead with the, your your new style, uh-huh. yeah. and you're gonna hate me for this, but that actually <laughs> reminds me a lot of Artyom, if you know who that is. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I've actually heard uh, quite a few people be like, "Oh, I thought this is art germs. Not that I'm, I'm no, trying no. to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've learned my from my mistakes in the past of that. So, so now you're gonna get a call from Art Jim's lawyer soon. Yeah, I know. Uh, so nah, it's not that. It's not that close at all. It's not that close at all. I think it's some of your techniques that you share with him. That's to, that's close to be the same, and mm. it's not that close as because your your style is more American touch, where he has that uh, Eastern Eastern yeah. influence in him. In him. Uh, so that's the that's the biggest difference. But I can totally see that. I can also see the passion if you in your learning. Uh, every time you've put a new a new thing up in the group, I I'm I'm pretty much the first one to say that you've grown. That I can literally see you see you grow. I don't know if you recall that, but every time I that's been almost all my comments. In ah, I see some changes there. I see some improvements there. Good work. So how how's how's that how's that feeling? No no that you. That you're finally away from uh, that Mumford guy situation, and you're finally I, you're finally in your own completely. Does, I, does do you still use your past as a scare tactic to not to not? I, I, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's actually funny funny that you say that because I uh, one of my buddies it was his thirtieth uh, birthday the other day, and he uh, he had a party surprise party and. Um, he brought that up. We were talking about art, and he's like, "Oh man, remember when you used to work in that damn for <laughs> And it just reminded me. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was a horrible time." And I think this is a perfect segue, kind of what you brought into just about um, about you know uh, every time I post and you see something different. Um, I just want to tell people that you know if. If you're feeling discouraged and you're feeling down, you know, and you, you feel like you're not making any progress, I'm just a firm believer that as long as you're putting in the time and you're putting in the work and you're, you know, taking classes and you're getting guidance, you know, take a mentorship, do that kind of thing, you, you're only going to move forward, you know. And um, 
this this is just something that I'm like really passionate about with you know inspiring people and 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 encouraging them because I think a lot of I think a lot of artists, including myself, we compare a lot. You know, that, that's something we struggle with is comparison or like, oh, well, you know, they're already professional or they already made it or whatever. But um, I think I think you, you just need to really just sit down and focus and try to, even if you're not able to draw, you know, for eight hours a day, even if you draw for five minutes, that that's something, you know, and then maybe the next week, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to try to get in 15 minutes a day, you know, and 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes and, and so forth, you know, and, and just um, it, as long as you're putting in the effort when you can, you know, it, then you're only going to move forward. And for me personally, that that's, that's what I've tried to do over the years is just if I, you know, instead of, using it's just about time management you know really is is it like you know people try to make excuses and they'll say oh well you know i don't have the time or i can't do this because of you know whatever it is and it's like well that's not true you you can make the time you're just choosing not to you know so and and even if you're even if you spend a 30 minutes a day drawing and painting you're incrementally going to get better you know and so and over the years once I broke away from that whole Dan Mumford style, I, that's what I try to do. I, I made sure that, you know, every day I was getting in just a little bit of time. Some days it would be 30 minutes, some days it would be three hours, you know. And instead of playing video games or watching TV, that, that's the other thing that I want to say is just if you want to make it as an artist or, you know, if you want to freelance full-time or you want to – work for a studio or whatever, it's going to take sacrifice, you know, and uh, a lot of people don't want to sacrifice, you know, and sometimes that means not playing the video games or not watching the movies or, you know, if your friends ask you to go out and, you know, do whatever, watch a movie, sometimes you got to tell them, hey, no, I need, I need to work on my craft, I need to focus, you know, and so that, that's hard to do, I mean, I'll admit it's really hard for me to do as well. Um, but that making those decisions and those choices is what that's what's going to set you apart and bring you to the level that you need to be, you know, to to work professionally because you're putting in that time. It's just like an athlete, you know. I I, I love bringing up the athlete thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when people ask, "Oh, well, how did you get to the level you're at?" or how come I can't work like that right right away? You know, it's just just like the athletes. You know, no one starts out a professional. You know, they they train day in and day out, and that's how they reach a, a professional level. You know, is because they they put in that time. And the same goes for art. You know, if you're not putting in the time, whether it's a short amount of time or long, then you're not gonna you're not gonna progress. You know, so and. and and but I but I also think I, I kind of touched on it uh, earlier is that if uh, sorry I lost my train of thought um, yeah so I think that it also you also need to focus on not stressing out so much you know we're we're like like I said earlier you know people are like oh I haven't reached the level I want to. You know, and if you're taking that those 
you know, five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, it, it's something, you know, and, and at least, at least you're, you're making progress, you know, and you don't have to be so stressed out because the, the art journey is a, a natural progression, you know, it's not, it shouldn't be something that's, that's rush, you know, it's an, it's an organic thing, so. It can't be rushed. You can't rush it, period. Yeah, you can't. It, it's, I think it's ridiculous for people to think that they're going to rush it and then reach. Now, don't get me wrong, there, there is some, uh, there is some artists that are an exception that I've seen where I, I've read stories of people that'll say like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to reach pro level in two years and they do it, you know, but I think those circumstances, maybe they're different than, you know, your average person who they, they work a day job. Maybe they have a family or whatever, you know, you just do what you can and just take it day by day. And eventually you can, you can only move forward. You can't move back, you know? So I'm a, I'm a firm believer with that, that if, you know, you're, you're going to reach your goals and your dreams if you just keep take, putting one step in front of the other, you know? And, exactly, and, exactly. And, and the, that's also a problem that I see, see in the group a lot is people, how do I get asked, how do I get better? How can people teach me this? Can people to, can people learn me that? Can people learn me everything? Can, can someone learn me to be good? No, <laughs> no, no one can teach you how to be good. The mm -hmm. only one that can uh, that you can that can teach you that is is yourself. You need to work. You need to work your ass off. You need to work ten thousand hours just just to be decent enough to be considered uh, considered become a professional. I've worked over uh, ten thousand ten thousand uh, hours, and I still I still struggle. I mean, yeah. there's some you yes. As you said, out of everybody that wants to become a professional bas uh, basketball player, let's take basketball as an example because you're because you're American. So, <laughs> out of everybody who wants to become a professional basketball player, how many how many gets to actually become it? I, I'd say I'd say five percent, maybe more. I don't know. I, I can't imagine a lot of people wants to want uh, wants to chase around a ball a bouncing ball, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. my point is, you have to work for it, and you have to know the chances of you becoming a Marvel, a Marvel or DC level professional artist is really really small. Because, yeah, and. And if you focus on that alone, you'll lose, you'll fail. Mm -hmm. You will fail if you focus too much on one thing. So my best advice is always focus on your art as much as you can. Don't, yeah. fo don't focus on your work. Don't focus, yeah. on, don't focus on where, to, where you want to get it. Focus on where it is right now and how to improve it because then things will come on its own. You of yeah. course have to work for getting your name out there and but that's easy now with uh, easier way easier now with social media. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You yeah, can, so you, social media is amazing nowadays. So but uh, for an old fart like me I still haven't managed to understand how <laughs> to do that proper uh, properly. But 
but we've uh, we've written a lot about that on Facebook as well because you you're in the same boat you're in the same boat as me. You need to get your art out there even more. You need to, and and that's a great a great uh, great jump here because I also wanted to talk a little about that that the freelance aspect of things because I love talking freelance because that's my passion. I actually I actually don't want to become work in uh, work in Marvel or DC. Uh, maybe as a freelance cover artist now and again, as as yeah. they take in that that would be cool. I'd love that, but I love being a freelancer in the aspect in the in the aspect that I can I can say okay, I'm I want to do I want to work for this now. I want to work for this now. I want to do that yeah. now. Of course, I may not. Chances are I may not earn as much money, but another chances are I may even earn even more. Like on Patreon right now, there's a there's an artist, a uh, female artist, uh, Asian girl that that's name uh, that's call, uh, calling herself Sakimi Chan. If you know who that is, heard of that? She uh, earns, yeah, I don't think I've heard of her. She earns uh, she earns more a month than uh, any DC comic or Marvel comic uh, artist has ever done right now, just just because she's using Patreon. Huh, That's it, wow. and she's the and she's using Patreon doing what she wants to do, which mm-hmm. is which is amazing to me, which te- inspires me to say, hey, there's great money in being freelance if you just know how to do it. Yeah. So that's that's my personal focus right now. Yeah. And, and with all the things going on, it, Marvel and DC uh, comic book wise isn't as big as it has been. We've. Uh, We've talked about this in another in other podcasts. Uh, yeah, the world has become uh, an indie comic world now, uh, more, more than it's become the big two. Yeah. So with, with with saying that, and you you're freelance, but you're still working as a freelance, but with the focus on wanting to ju- jump to Marvel or DC, would mm-hmm. you get would you get sad if you never reach that 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 those two goals, and you find out that you can uh, you can live easily as a free as as easily as a freelancer. Whatever, what, is that a is that a, a money a money thought out goal or a goal for you, or is that just a dream, dream goal, goal? Um, that's a good question, man. I I think. I think I would honestly be okay with both because there's there's pros and cons to both, you know. And I think, you know, with freelance, it's like you said, you, you're kind of you have that freedom. You're you're more obviously your own boss. Um, but then the downside to it is uh, you might not make as much possibly, or you um, you're not going to have uh, health insurance stuff like that, you know, because uh, if you're working for a company, usually those things are provided, you know. Well, so, we, uh, well, we got free health insurance in Denmark, so I'm not worried about that. Lucky, lucky <laughs> you. <laughs> Come to the states. Our health care is awful here. But, um, but so, yeah. So I think I think there's pros and cons to both. But and and I would, depending on you know whatever happens in my life, I think as long as as cheesy as it sounds, as long as I'm doing art, you know, and I'm, I'm able to do it 
every day, you know, then I'll be happy, you know, because this is what I love to do, you know. So, but, uh, but I think, I think having a, a clear direction and clear goals is important, you know. So, and that's why right now my my goals are to work for Marvel. So I'm trying to gear my portfolio towards, um, you know, doing that kind of stuff, you know. So. And that's good. That's it's always good to have uh, have goals, and important. But your but uh, my uh, my point just before we finish off here is basically to say, just don't let the goal choke you down or drown you drown you in becoming what uh, or something else that might have might have been better. Your family your family men now, so I'm sure your goals have, have changed a lot. That before that your goal might have been only focused on becoming DC or Marvel, but it, that happened to me at least. At least when I become a family, became a family man and a father, my goal yeah. was more like, yeah, you know what? As long as I can make money enough to provide for provide yeah. for, the, provide for the people I love, it's, it, I'm fine. I'm fine. But before yeah. that, before that, my 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 goal was completely Marvel and DC for sure. So. Yeah. It changes as you get gets older as well. So we can easily sit here, two old men, and say to these youngsters, "These youngsters, <laughs> you young, you young people are stupid. If that's your only goal. <laughs> yeah. You, you, silly, you silly young men. But we had those dreams as well when we were younger, and we didn't listen to the old old farts back then that told us differently. So, <laughs> so, so my point is, have that goal. It will help you if you use it correctly. Have, yeah. that, have that goal. Continue to work. Uh, work for that goal. Continue to practice. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't sit and cry your ass off because you you don't get get as far as soon as you want because that's bullshit. That will only hinder you in getting your goal. Enjoy the progress. Enjoy, enjoy the time it takes. Enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy learning. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think you, you, you nailed it. And, and something else uh, I want to add on that is it's it's a tricky it's a tricky situation because like we said earlier, you know, you, you got to put in that time, you got to put in that effort, you got to make sacrifices. But I I think there's there's a flip side to it where if people if if you're so just focused on working all the time constantly and you know you, you go the fur, the far extreme of just sacrificing constantly i think that that can be detrimental to your your progress as well because you need that time to to kind of step away every now and then and just go out with your friends or if you have a family you know you, you need to obviously spend time with your wife and kids you know like and um just get away from the drawing board, you know, because that, that you get that refreshment and your creativity when you step away. And so it's hard. It's like, you, you got to find that happy medium of, of being focused and, and working hard, but then not going so crazy with it where you, you know, you start losing friends and, you know, your, your marriage is falling apart if you're married or if you're in a relationship and you're not spending time with your kids. So, and, and doing that kind of stuff, traveling, seeing the world, going out, that kind of stuff brings about creativity. You know, you, you get inspiration 
from seeing the world and, and um, having conversations and talking to people and having fun and all those kind of things are, are uh, it, it, it turns that, that uh, lever back up, you know, with your, when you hit the drawing board again, you're like, okay, cool. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped. I'm amped. I had uh, refreshment, you know, I was away from this for a little bit and now I can go into it guns blazing and uh, I'm inspired, you know? And so I, I think that that's something I wanted to bring up earlier. I just forgot, but uh, I think that's a really, that for me has been really important too with my journey, with finding my voice and, and finding uh, or just through my artistic journey is that, you know, I, I do try to focus, I do try to work hard, but at the same time, I try to have time where I'm just like, hey, you know what, I want to go watch a movie with my wife, you know, I want to, hey, go to the park with with uh, my kids, you know, and, and I think all that stuff is important because, like like we've talked about earlier, it's, it's, it's a slow, it's a slow journey and you're never, you're never going to have a final destination, you know. It's just until the day you die, it's just it's going to be a uh, um, just an exciting journey, you know. Exactly, and that's basically what I'm trying to tell all the young people: is enjoy the journey, not not the end goal, because the end goal will change all the time. Like every day, the end goal might change for you, but the journey will remain the same. Yeah, yeah. With that said. I will have to wrap it up. We've been going on for almost an hour and it's been super exciting and I'm sure we can continue forever, but I need to, I need to get ready for sleep. And uh, <laughs> you probably still have a, have a few hours work uh, work left in you. Yeah, yeah, I got to get back to I got a, a lot of freelance right now, so I got to get back to that. So uh, thank you uh, thank you so much for uh, for being here. It was super fantastic and we finally got uh, made it happen. Yeah, man. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I was able to get on here and, uh, you know, just say a little bit. I know we could probably go on and on, but, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm honored and uh, thank you for having me on the, on the it podcast. Was, it was, it was my pleasure. So, lastly, where can, where can people find you at? Um, so, <laughs> kind of embarrassing right now. I, I have uh, my website is in progress. So I, I don't have a website up, but. Um, you can find me on my Instagram uh, or my just my personal uh, Facebook, Aaron Bartling. Um, and then my Instagram is uh, Instagram.com slash Aaron Bartling Art is where you can find me. And, uh, yeah, I'm always – I'm just still doing freelance right now, so I, you know, I'm always taking more commissions. So, yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll of course, uh, put the links to your stuff in the – in the description of this podcast, he's really a guy. Need a, need something a commission, uh, some really professional work. Check him out. I just recently saw his uh, brewery commissions, and it just wowed me altogether. I really, I was really a big fan, and he's a guy to go to if you want really a really good work. With the, with that being said, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening on to your listeners back at home. And uh, I don't know when I'll be back again, but tomorrow Clayton Barton will be back. And he always has something interesting to say. A smart, smart, smart Australian man. With that said, thank you for listening. Keep creating and keep advancing it. And just have fun with it.